Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters. Redoing ourselves to the Lord daily with you. <laughs> did, I, did I just like trip on my tongue? Uh, good morning, you guys. You, you know, it's interesting. This what? devotional is about tripping on your tongue. Oh, I love it. it. We're, we're picking back up with New Morning Mercies. So without further ado, Tori's just going to take it from here. Yes, y'all. Let's do it. Let's jump in. No need to fear what God will ask of you, because in the asking is always the promise of grace to empower your heart and hands. Consider God's call to Moses to lead the Israelites out of their cruel captivity in Egypt. In Moses' reply, we see a reflection of our frequent response when God asks something of us. So there's two verses, and I actually pulled up a different translation. The first is Exodus 3, 7 through 12, that says this. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because they're slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of the land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, Jusabites, y'all have no idea how to say these names. And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now go. I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you, and this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. The next verse is Exodus four ten through 13. Moses said to the Lord, Pardon your servant, Lord. I have never been eloquent, neither in past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. The Lord said to him, Who gave human beings their mouths? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will help you speak and will teach you what to say. But Moses said, Pardon your servant, Lord. Please send someone else. Throughout this amazing encounter with the Lord, Moses does what we often do as we evaluate what God has put on our plates and how he has called us to respond. Moses omits the ultimate fact that changes everything about the way we should think and should respond to God's call. The fact is not the difficulty of the calling or your perceived ability to answer that call. It is not the size of the situation or the size of your wisdom and strength. This life-changing fact is that the God of glory and grace, who calls his people to do his will on earth, always goes with them as they obey his calling. He never sins without going to. When he sends you, he doesn't give you a bunch of stuff to help you along the way. He always gives you himself. Because he is what you need, and he alone can give you what is required. When Moses finally says, Oh, my Lord, please send someone else. It is clear that he does not understand the present power of his identity as a child of God. Because he is God's chosen child, he is never, ever alone. Because he is God's child, God will never send him on a task by himself. 
hope for Moses' success is not to be found in his personal strength and wisdom, but in the expansive glory of the one who sent him. Remember today that when God sends, he goes too. Yeah. As you're sharing, I couldn't help but think of our friend. He's been one of the longest subscribers that we've had. Uh, Sam, if you're listening, shout out. I hope you're listening. I love Um, Sam. Anyways, he posted on our Patreon Discord a prayer request because Sam started his master's degree at a college in Florida, actually. And he is surrounded by, uh, I think, people of unbelief. Mm -hmm. And he sees God doing something magical, something miraculous. And he's asking for prayer for the wisdom the encouragement and the the opportunity to share the reasons for his faith. And I just love seeing someone lean into something that he can't do it within his own power. Yeah. Nowadays there's these constant marketing ploys that you see it literally you turn on a commercial and it and the commercial is saying, You got this. Yeah. And it's just like it it teaches us to subconsciously trust in your own ability. Right. And we as believers have something far greater than our own ability. Yeah. And if we're not actively tapping into that, if we're not doing things that would require God to move, mm-hmm. then what are we doing? Yeah. Because are we really pursuing his calling on our life mm-hmm. if it's only stuff that we can do? Is that the calling for our life yeah. from us? Yeah. And so I don't know that answer. What mm-hmm. I what I do know is how special it is to feel God do what only he can do. Mm-hmm. There's something so special about that because I think we all love achievement for the most part. Like if you get an A on a test, you feel thankful. Like, man, I studied for that. Like, wow, I'm so glad I worked hard. And I think that's important, right? But there are other things that God is doing that require him to step in and say, I will go with you. I will teach you what to say, Moses. I know you're hard of the tongue, but I gave you that mouth. Can I not even do more by showing you what to speak? Mm -hmm. And I guess maybe a good question to ask yourself is, is there anything that the Holy Spirit has maybe prompted you with that maybe you have this thing in the back of your head where you think, you know what, I should do that. You know, I'm, I've really been thinking of that. And yeah. are you justifying your inactivity the way Moses did? Right. Moses did it like four or five times. He ended it by saying, please pardon your servant and send someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. I have this thing on my phone. I see it every day. It says, if our plans don't need God to make them happen... They are not from God. And I love that, but I also think that sometimes we think that that means that our dream or our goal has to be to like fill a stadium or something so crazy. But I also want to encourage you, like if your call, like if you feel like God is leading you into something that is just more quote unquote simple, like for me right now, I'm just thinking of like mothering Micah Mm -hmm. on a day-to-day basis. Like I need God every single day to be the mother that I believe he is calling me to be, that is patient, that is kind, that is nurturing, that is loving, that uses wisdom and discernment for how I am to raise him unto Christ. And so I don't necessarily want you guys to think that God has these like crazy things and like that's the only thing that we should be focused on. Like what is God calling you to do today? And how are you looking to him to show up and be who he is inside of your everyday mundane, right? Like, are you leaning into him for that wisdom? Are you 
asking like Sam is for opportunities to share the mm-hmm. reasons for your faith, the reason that you walk the way you walk and talk the way you talk. And I just, yeah, I just want to encourage you guys. Cause mm-hmm. I do think that sometimes when we hear things like this and it's, it's Moses literally flee, like freeing the Israelites from slavery. And it's this huge thing. And we're like, well, God isn't calling me to something like that. Right. Yeah. But what is God calling you to today? Because right now, me walking in obedience as a mother looks like being patient and being kind and taking care. And I need need him, right? Because without God, I'm not patient. Mm. I'm not as kind. Like with him, I'm full of the fruits of the spirit. But without him, I'm not. And so how can he show up for you today? Or how are you looking to him to help you do the things that he's calling you to do. It's such a great reminder. I'm glad you said that because I was trying to articulate that, but I was having a hard time saying it, where it's it's not about the calling. It's about yeah. our relationship to the caller. Right. And so we need to make sure that we are dependent on him in all things, where it's not just like, oh, can I do this in my own ability? It's like, yeah, I mean, I can like, make food in my own ability, but I'm going to pray that God will help provide us with money to afford food. That's going to be good for our temples. And like, you can involve him in everything. And so it's more that mindset. And I'm glad you kind of cleared that up. Yeah. Want to pray something out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you that you want to do life beside us, Father, that you want to be integrated into every aspect of our life, Father. I pray that fear would not dominate our thoughts, that if you are calling us to something big or to something small, that we would remember that you call, like you are the one that calls us, so you are going to be there with us through it, Father. That it's not about our own strength, our own wisdom, our own ability, but it's about you in every single way, every single day, Father. So we lean on you. We depend on you. I pray that you would have our eyes open to see how you're showing up in our everyday mundane, Father, that you would tune our ears to hear your voice, that you would make our hearts receptive to the convictions of your Holy Spirit, Father. I pray that the fruit of the Holy Spirit would abound in our lives, Father, so that we can operate in your joy and your peace father and your loving kindness lord but we cannot do any of these things without you so we pray that you would involve yourself in every aspect Mm -hmm. of our life in jesus name amen amen god amen god amen y'all now is that perfect time to break out the worship music break out the journal and continue pressing into the lord yes and y'all don't forget that you are god's masterpiece and don't forget that we love you we love you guys and we're talking to you tomorrow talk scenes